The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. You're tuned in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Guiding your gridiron journey, none other than your host, former NFL lineman, Ross Tucker. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Monster Monday, presented, of course, as always, by DraftKings. Most of you know me, Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, long time ago now at this point. But thank goodness that happened, because now I got a bunch of media gigs, which I love, call college and NFL games for CBS and for television, and for Westwood One on the radio, I got Army-Navy, National Radio, Saturday, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, should be amazing. It's a new week, which means, number one, we'll have a new college draft that we'll record right after this, and I have a lot, I repeat, a lot to say about the college football playoff and the college football playoff committee. If you ever listen to one college draft episode or watch it, YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. This should be the one. I've been holding back on social media so that I could just say it all on the College Draft Podcast. Tuesday, of course, we got the Even Money Betting Podcast, which I love. I know a lot of you do as well. Wednesday and Thursday, new episodes of the Fantasy Feast each week. Andrew Brandt does his business of sports. Of course, tomorrow I'll have my power rankings. Today is when I give you kind of the overarching themes of the Sunday that was in the NFL, as well as, you know, the two or three big takeaways from every game over the weekend. Love doing it. Also love winners. And I got really, really good news. Everybody that has won something, either by spreading the word via social media, at Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod. It's not just social media, by the way. You can email me your Spotify wrapped. You can rate and review the show and email that to me. Whatever. Any way you spread the word, ross at rosstucker.com. Just email me. Or you take advantage of a sponsor, because we have so many awesome ones. Game Time, ExpressVPN, Babbel, HubSpot, Labatt, Wrangler. Uh, we got Raycon earbuds today, which I love. Anyway, anytime you take advantage of a sponsor, make sure, especially during the holidays, Make sure you email that to me, ross at rosstucker.com. Anybody, 
I guarantee I'll sign you. I'll send you a signed press pass. Anybody that gets a story for a loved one from myfrontpagestory.com for the holidays. So lots of ways you can be a winner. But anyway, my point is, oh, YouTube as well. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Subscribe. Make any comment. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Any comment at all. Especially if you say, though, Ross, I'm here for the shout out. I see those. I see every YouTube comment. So I'll do a special cameo style video. That's what people pay for. They pay for like a, I don't know, a minute long video of me saying something to your friends or yourself or your loved ones or your fantasy team, whatever. Anyway, but the good news is I spent yesterday signing everything. I'm sending out like 25 envelopes today with signed pictures, signed press passes, signed football cards, still have a bunch of awesome press passes. That would actually be a pretty cool holiday gift. So win one of these contests and let me send you one over the next couple weeks. Patron of the day, patreon.com slash RT Media, Jeff Cox. That's how you become a part of our private Slack channel, which I'm a big fan of. Patreon.com slash RT Media. It's big show time. The Big Show. All right, Ross, what were your overall themes from week 13 across the NFL? feel like I have a lot this week, Jack. feel like I have a lot. Um, you know, I guess one, because it's so fresh in my mind from last night, the officiating is just so disappointing. Like last night, the end of that game, Packers-Chiefs, the unnecessary roughness on, what's the kid's name? Um... Simone Biles' husband, Jonathan Owens, uh, Owens on yeah. Mahomes as Mahomes was going out of bounds but wasn't out of bounds yet and was right at the first down line. It, it was a point of emphasis this year that it is not a penalty unless those guys are in the white. Point of emphasis. And they told the quarterbacks, if you want protection, you got to get into the white. Mahomes didn't do that. Very disappointing. And then it was blatant pass interference on Valdez Scantling. I mean, I, I, you know what's really funny, Jack? I tweeted this morning at Ross Tucker NFL, the only way that they can really fix the officiating crisis in the NFL is to make every play reviewable by the college football playoff committee. And as is often the case and extremely enjoyable and amusing for me, there are people that didn't get the joke and think I'm serious and saying, I don't think that would work. You know, they still would get it wrong. Like it's a joke guys. You think I want every play reviewable by the college football playoff committee? <laughs> like, I mean, wow. Scary, scary. Anyway, officiating is disappointing. I wrote about it earlier this year in my column for the 33rd team. I'll probably go ahead and uh, repost that today because it's 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 not good enough. It's just not. And honestly, Jack, sometimes I think like it, bad officiating creates a lot of engagement for the NFL. And it doesn't hurt the product. Like no one's going to not watch because of it. They're just going to complain more because of it. And it's going to have more stuff for people like us to talk about. So it ultimately does no damage to the business that is the NFL, to the money part of it. Think about it. 
Other things that jumped out to me, boy, there's some really good coaching going on. You know, I mean, the Packers last night, they were three and six. Were they two and six? They were three and six. They, they were looking bad. And now they've won three in a row. Impressive wins on the road at Detroit against the Chiefs. They got a young team. I mean, even with without necessarily both their offensive tackles, really impressed by the job Lafleur's doing. Really impressed by the job McVay is doing with the Rams. I mean, I still don't think most people could name a single defensive player for the Rams other than Aaron Donald. And yet here they are. They're six and six as well. And don't forget Shane Steichen. The Colts are seven and five with Minshew as their quarterback. So a lot of good coaching going on. Um, obviously, the Niners' dominant performance was one of the big themes of the day. Incredibly impressive. They took the Eagles out to the woodshed. They scored touchdowns on six straight drives. Purdy should absolutely be in the MVP discussion. And honestly, so should McCaffrey. He's such a beast. He is so good. And, and I, I, for some, somehow, I don't think McCaffrey still gets the credit that he deserves. He's incredible. Anyway, um, Niners dominate. That was one of the big themes. Tyreek Hill should be in the MVP candidacy. I mean, what that guy does on a week-in, week-out basis, the one touchdown where the ball, like he looked over both shoulders twice before he found it. Jack, you see how I just did that? This is why people need to watch YouTube. He, he, look, maybe, the, maybe, maybe, maybe that should be one of our social media clips. Here, this is my Tyreek Hill long touchdown impersonation. <laughs> anyway, it's impressive. By the way, that the, the roller coaster touchdown celebration, that's one of the best I've ever seen. I mean, those guys holding their arm up. And the O-lineman putting it down to make sure that they're secured. That was incredible. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Anyway, uh, the last one, last theme I would say, quarterback depth matters a lot. Like, I, I'm embarrassed for the Jets organization watching Zach Wilson, Tim Boyle, Trevor Simeon, when you see Flacco go out there and play way better for the Browns in his first start than those other three guys did in any of their starts. Like that, to me, is embarrassing. Almost as embarrassing as people that don't realize Raycon earbuds, by far the best gift you can get someone for the holidays. Look, you've heard me talk about Raycon's products for a while. I literally show them on the video version almost every time. I'll be taking them to Boston on Thursday. I'll be wearing them Thursday, Friday, Saturday, maybe even Sunday morning. Definitely on the plane. Yeah, I'll wear them four days in a row. Raycon is incredible. And this past year, they expanded their entire business with the introduction of Raycon PowerTech, Raycon Home. I mean, they've got this Magic 180 charging cable, which is amazing. They got a faucet filter, removes 99% of the contaminants, bacteria, and chemicals in your sink water. Raycon's taken over the world. Hurry now to buyraycon.com slash Tucker to get 15% off your entire Raycon order. Perfect for last-minute gifts or to ring in the new year. 
That's buyraycon.com slash Tucker to get 15% off Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash Tucker. All right, Ross. The Chargers, they kicked two field goals, and that, that was it. Winning 6 nothing. <laughs> such a such a perfect score for that game. It's just so – I mean, it's perfect. 6 nothing. First of all, Ramondre Stevenson gets hurt for the Patriots. Disastrous. I mean, he's been by far their best offensive player. And they play Thursday night. By the way, that won't be the first time I talk about a disastrous injury and a team playing Thursday night. That was the best performance by the Chargers defense in a while, but it's kind of hard to tell because they're playing the Patriots in bad weather. Khalil Mack, by the way, don't look now. That dude has been on a tear, absolute tear. I guess Zappy, if you like squinted your eyes, was a little bit better than Mac Jones. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. It didn't really change her, but they scored no points. How about the Chargers offense, though? Drops. They couldn't run the ball a lick. There's like multiple plays where Herbert and Keenan Allen aren't on the same page. Not good. Chargers. Bad. Detroit stormed out early, 21 nothing, but the Saints, they made it close, but no cigar, 33-28. Right, and of course, on the Even Money podcast, I had the Saints getting four points, and they lose by five. Brutal! Uh, Derek Carr was getting booed early as the Saints were getting run off. The it was 21 nothing, like five minutes into the game. 21 nothing. I, I guess I'll give the, the Saints some credit. They battled back. Carr started making plays primarily to Olave, who had a nice day. And then Carr got absolutely crunched by Bruce Irvin. I mean, you're not allowed to drive them into the ground with all your weight. I think Bruce Irvin was just like, you know what? They're going to call me for a penalty anyway. I'm going to get my money's worth. And boy, did he. That should be a fine. Because he, he made no attempt. To not drive him into the ground. And as a result, I mean, Carr had like a shoulder injury, a rib injury, a concussion. And that's a lot for one play. That, that's a lot of injuries for one play. Jameis came in and gave the full Jameis experience. Like that first pass to Olave that was completed should have been picked off by two different Lions guys. Jameis is never not entertaining. But then he blew it. I mean, like he was off the mark on three open receivers late in that game, where the Saints could have taken the lead. Really bad. Um, Sam Laporta had a huge day for the Lions. Who Defensively, they're still struggling. They need to get Anzalone back, who, by the way, had his baby. Jack, I don't know if you saw that on social media. Anzalone had his baby, and he missed the game. But he had a bad injury. That's why he missed the game. At any rate, um, how about the Lions? Third and nine, throwing the ball late to clinch it to Josh Reynolds, and it worked. See, the aggressiveness pays off more often than it doesn't, but it's not always going to. Another game in the history of the NFL that happened, Atlanta beats the Jets 13-8. Tim Boyle was benched for Trevor Simeon as the Jets keep turning it over, getting sacked behind their bad offensive line. Atlanta had less than 200 yards versus the Jets' defense that came to play again. Ritter's offense... Uh, could not do well, not in the bad weather. They had bad weather there, too. But Falcons could not run it. I mean, kudos to the Jets' defense. They came out and stuffed a very good Falcons rushing attack. 
Arizona knocks off the Steelers in Pittsburgh in a multi-delayed game, 24-10. Kenny Pickett also injured. This was the annual Steeler clunker, and I had my suspicions, Jack. Did I say that on Friday? Did I say, I'll take the Steelers unless this is the annual Steelers game that they lose, that they should not lose? Every year, every year, Jack, they lose to a far inferior, usually at home, and usually like a team like the Cardinals or the Texans or someone that's not even like, you know, doesn't even have like a, a pedigree or a history. Kenny Pickett got hurt diving for the goal line. Kind of weird, isn't it, to hurt your ankle diving head first for the goal line? Like that doesn't seem like that should be the case. At any rate, suppose he's going to have a procedure today, be out two to three weeks. Listen, if he has a procedure, I mean, for his ankle – that sounds to me like it'd be more than two to three weeks. That sounds pretty optimistic. Trubisky wasn't any better. I mean, Trubisky's not good. I'd probably put Mason Rudolph in there, to be honest with you, at this point. You mentioned the weather delays. Um, the first half for the Cardinals was mainly Trey McBride. He is a dude. He's good. He's a legit tight end. Meanwhile, for the... Um, the second half was all about James Conner. I mean, James Conner just physically taking it to his former team. Arizona took advantage of a lot of short fields. But for the Steelers, it was like penalties, bad snaps by Mason Cole. Just ugly. Ugly. Your mama says you ugly. You have no idea where that's from, do you? I mean, like, I've heard, like, you ugly. Like, that whole, like, thing. I don't know what's from, though. It's a movie called Wildcats with Goldie Hawn. You should put that on your list. It's a it's a terrific movie. Finch is in it. But anyway, the cheerleaders, they're like, you ugly, you ugly. Your mama says you ugly. It's so good. That's also where they have that song, it's the sport of kings, better than diamond rings. That's why we love to play football. Um, by the way, oh, go ahead, Jack. Next Next game. Colts get done overtime, moving to 7-5, and five, a 31-28 victory over Tennessee. And that's why I'm going to make the Colts my fourth quarter team of the week. Fourth quarter picks of the week are brought to you by HubSpot Sales Hub, the software that helps teams have their best Q4 performance by giving them the analytics tools they need to build a winning playbook. This Colts team is something else. I mean, you block two punts? one of which you return for a touchdown, you hold on late, and then in overtime, even though you give up a field goal, you go the length of the field for the go-ahead touchdown, and they're doing all of this with Gardner Minshew as their quarterback. It's a really impressive season for Colts head coach Shane Steichen, who should absolutely be near the top of the list in the Coach of the Year conversation. Other thoughts on the game, I would say, Jack, would just be, I mean, you can't have two block punts. Derrick Henry was dominating until the concussion. And, you know, Stonehouse, the punter getting hurt, that killed the Titans because I think Tannehill, that hold, the timing was off, and that's how they missed the extra point. Otherwise, the Titans might have won in regulation. The Dolphins, they thrived in their natural climate, beating up on the Commanders, 45-15. Tyreek is a total freak. I mean, I already talked about it. The Del Rio firing clearly did nothing. Washington's offense uh, did very little. Big step back for them. 
Sam Howell had a bad pick six to Van Ginkle. How, how Terry McLaurin has no catches is beyond me. And the good news for the Dolphins, too, is they got A-Chan back, and he had a pretty nice day. But they lost Hunt and Armstead to injuries. That's something to keep an eye on. Houston holds off Denver in the closing seconds, winning, but Tank Dell's injury does loom. Yeah, that's bad. That's a bad one to lose Tank Dell. Sounds like for the season with a broken leg. The Houston defense actually was the star of this game. They've come a long way. Will Anderson, the the first-round pick, the third pick overall, was everywhere. Stingley had a couple of sweet interceptions. And that's back-to-back really high picks. You take guys with really high picks that you expect to make difference-making plays. Those guys did. Russell Wilson did a nice job getting the Broncos back in it with some of those throws, especially the Sutton. Too many turnovers, though. And how about Stroud turning it over to Nico Collins without Dell? Nico Collins has a huge day. Texans settled for too many field goals, but it was still enough. They got the win. Mike Evans pulls in another 1,000-yard season as the Bucks beat the Panthers 21-18. Unbelievable. Unbelievable by Mike Evans. In fact, so unbelievable, Mike Evans should get free DoorDash. Now that he's got some time off after the game yesterday, the game goes to timeout, time to order on DoorDash. Halftime, ordering time. Two-minute warning, you got it. That's your cue to order in. Get everything you want delivered while you root for your squad. That means burgers, fries, drinks, you name it. And if you have a Dash Pass membership, you can get the new Wendy's Loaded Nacho Cheeseburger delivered. Right now, the Loaded Nacho Cheeseburger is exclusively available with Dash Pass at participating U.S. Wendy's for a limited time. Gotta have something to wash it down with, Jack. That something is Labatt Blue Light. Take the Monday night game to the next level. Have some Labatt Blue Lights. Friends, family, by yourself, watching Jags, Bengals, always do responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Mike Evans, huge game. Over 1,000 yards again, so impressive. Hubbard had a nice day. Uh, Chuba Hubbard had a nice day, but it wasn't enough as the Tampa Bay defense. I mean, Bryce Young just doesn't do enough. J.J. Russell, Yaya Diaby. I mean, there were a bunch of guys out. Antoine Winfield Jr. is the man, by the way. L.A.'s offense, it's humming, blowing through the Cleveland Browns, 36-19. The, the Browns have needed better from their defense these last two games. I mean, Flacco gave them a chance. Threw for over 250 yards, two touchdowns. He had a bad interception late, but he got a lot out of Elijah. This is even after they lost Amari Cooper. They were a a real offense with Flacco, but the defense could not stop the Rams. Stafford had a nice day, especially to Puka, who already is over 1,000 yards. Really impressive for Puka Nakua. Felt like Sean McVay was a step ahead of Schwartz all day long. 49ers could not be stopped on offense, dominating the Eagles, 42-19. Strange game, a couple of different reasons. Number one, the Eagles get off to this great start where they go on two long drives all the way deep into San Francisco territory, and they get two three and outs against the Niners for negative six yards. So the Eagles had two long scoring drives in the first quarter, and the Niners had negative six yards on six plays, but it was only 6 nothing, as the Eagles were settling for field goals. And from that moment on, 
it was pretty much all San Francisco. The Eagles uh, could not do a lot offensively. Brock Purdy, it felt like, speaking of a step ahead, certainly felt like Kyle Shanahan was a step ahead of Sean Desai, the Eagles defensive coordinator. I mean, guys were wide open. It's a beautiful offense. It really is. I mean, when they get the running game going, especially the left side behind Trent Williams, a lot of broken tackles. Felt like the Eagles defense was worn down or was wearing down after that first quarter. McCaffrey running through people. Debo Samuel, he talked the talk and then he walked the walk. So give him his flowers. He deserves it. Eagles were able to get some scoring drives, but it wasn't enough. Uh, the weird thing there is, I don't, we don't have a ton of time to talk about it, but I'm guessing there will be news this week that we can talk more about it, but Dre Greenlaw and Dom DeSandro, Big Dom they call him, the head of security for the Eagles, both ejected. Not a good look for the NFL. It's not. like You, you, you can't be having someone that's not a player or like maybe the head coach. They can't be getting involved in an altercation with a player. Just a bad, bad look, especially when you can't throw a penalty on them, but you can throw a penalty on the player. That's not equitable. I mean, that, that could have really been bad if the Eagles end up winning that game. Green Bay moves to 6-6, six and six, the massive winner of the Chiefs, but several controversial calls from the refs outshined it all. Right, we talked about that at the very start. Really disappointing. Green Bay, by the way, very, very impressed by them. I mean, they got off to a fast start with two touchdowns on their first two drives. The Chiefs actually, similar to the Eagles, the Chiefs were moving the ball pretty well, but they kept getting sacked in the red zone, settling for field goals. Stop me if you've heard that before. Mahomes getting sacked in the red zone just like Hurts was. Man, Love had some beautiful throws. That third quarter touchdown drive, the one to Dobbs, kind of lucky, but whatever, but the Watson touchdown, although they did lose Watson, to a hamstring injury. That's not good. Isaiah Pacheco ran like a man possessed. He normally does, so he was ejected. But you're right, Jack. I would say all of that gets marred at the end by the bad officiating. Other than that, power rankings tomorrow. I think we're done here. Thanks for tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Shout out to MyFrontPageStory.com. I know you don't know what to get somebody in your life for the holidays. I promise you, there's nothing better than a gift from MyFrontPageStory.com. Check it out. It's a a really, really cool keepsake of a story. MyFrontPageStory.com. Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com, Go-Bangles.com, and BackOfficeScheduler.com.